0: The Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast would like to specifically thank our sponsor, Sony Pictures, featuring the movie Smurfs, The Lost Village. Be sure to check out the Christian study guide for this movie on the show notes for this episode or by going to the movie at AffirmFilms.com.
1: homeschooling in real life podcast join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention veteran homeschooling parents andy and kendra fletcher use humor honesty and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life
0: Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 146 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, Babysitting.
1: Babysitting. This is a good one.
0: Yeah, we're sorry we weren't here last week. I know uh, people that are listening to this in, uh, you know, forever space uh, might not know that we skipped a week, but we did skip a week because real life means taxes.
1: (laughs) Right. And I put this on Facebook and everybody was like, oh, grown. They got it. We got it. Nobody even like batted (laughs) an eyelash. You guys go do your taxes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And funny enough, this week is Easter. So what does that tell us? We have more room in our life when Easter shows up than when taxes show up. Boy, Uh... that's death and taxes. That's That's it. (laughs) So happy Easter to everyone. Uh, We celebrate Resurrection Sunday and it's the whole Week of Easter celebration, we had a great walk through at the uh, at our church. Mm -hmm. We do a Good Friday walk through, and this was a really cool one. There was, you know, different churches do different things. Twelve Stations of the Cross. Some uh, churches do a death service. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you know, they like the whole place is dark and it's just death and grief and sorrow and murder Uh but um, but it's called
1: good friday for a reason and so yeah so we had a walk walk through
0: through at our church and you basically walk through the whole week of uh of jesus's last life and it's great for kids there's little stamp spots on every place that's all that mighty joe cared about was stamping his book Mm -hmm. uh christian cared enough to you know color in the book and see but they had really cool things like a, uh, well, there's a, a station for communion. And mm-hmm. even Christian said, oh, that's, what, that's how communion ties in to this week. It's on the oh, Last Supper. That's great. Good for him. Um, He's 10. We traced our hands because it was, you know, the, was, that? was that the hands that were...
1: Um, raised in praise.
0: Oh, I thought it was the hands that were raised in judgment, like of, oh. of declaring him, you know, guilty. And they said, mm-hmm. no, this was hands of, sta- raise your hand if you'd be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And yeah. so... It was fun to trace Mighty Joe's hand and then trace my hand on top of it for mm. him. That was cool.
1: The one that really stood out to me uh, was at the very end because this was new this year um and it was uh the youth pastor standing there giving us some lavender and some myrrh because these are some of the herbs that they would have used to preserve Jesus's body. So if you walked into that tomb, that's the, that's what you would have smelled. Yeah. And so when you rub those things on your fingers and you smell them and I mean that to me that was um super poignant, you know, yeah. to say if I had walked in, I could place myself in that tomb. I mean, does that do sense do that for you? Certain noises, certain smells, sure. you know, mm-hmm. you walk in and you think, it was interesting. It they set that
0: room up too, like a tomb. They you did. Know, it's yeah. Very dark and it was candlelit and you got to extinguish a candle and then light a candle.
1: Right. That's it's good. pretty cool.
0: So this was a walkthrough that was boy, tactile, uh, all sense engaged and perfect for kids. So, uh, super great. Um, so yeah, that's going on big Easter celebration tomorrow at church. And, uh, What else? A brunch. We're having a brunch. Mighty Joe keeps telling me about how excited he is for the brunch.
1: I know. I hope he's not disappointed. I think in his mind, Easter has been blown into some amazing (laughs) spectacle. And boy, I sure hope I don't disappoint him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we have a great show for you today because it's one that comes hot off the presses from one of our own listeners. Kristen wrote in a question. And we've always said that we're going to take your questions the week or as soon as we can after you've asked them. Um, Because we want to answer them in the moment We don't want her to be sitting around So she used the SpeakPipe app Over on homeschoolingirl.com And she called in her question And we thought we would just sit down and answer It's very simple, it's very quick So uh, why don't we get right to it Okay All right. So when it comes to my Caroline's coffee, nothing says Easter like my favorite coffee, which is Guatemalan. You know that I love Guatemalan coffee, Kench. I do know that. So this, uh, this coffee specifically comes out of Guatemala. Mm-hmm. It is Guatemala Finca El Pilar.
1: Ooh, it yes. sounds exotic.
0: Finca means farm. <laughs> El, the El Pilar farm in Guatemala, Antigua. Um, you get great notes of vanilla, some caramel, just good coffee flavors. And those are two um, two flavors I love to have balanced out in my coffee. I love kind of a more earthy coffee. So um, although in my Ethiopians, I also like some of the fruity tones. But this one specifically just has some good caramel vanilla lustry mm. tones. So head on over to carolinescoffee.com. Use our code HIRL and get 10% off anything you want in their store. Go do this, people.
1: Good morning, Fletch and Kendra. My question is about how we can smooth out when big kids stay home and watch little kids, say for a date night or a meeting. It seems like the little kids are feeling like they're just basically left to themselves, and the big kids are also just pretty checked out. What does it look like in your home when big kids stay home with little kids, and how can we make that time where people are happy and content? Thanks.
0: All right, so this is a good question, and here's what we did. We sat down um, in the car, and we just <laughs> talked this one through. We we really love the question because it's one that we are have been in, currently are in. Oh, it's perpetual, it's I perpetual. think. It's right. perpetual. I mean, even with eight kids, I mean, there was a time where we were just having to deal with babysitters mm-hmm. regularly, and we were so excited when our kids were able to babysit our own kids. Our top three were boys. Mm-hmm. So, hey, boys, you're going to be in charge when we're gone. Didn't always go well. It not nope. always go the way we wanted. And now nope. our top three are girls. And it goes much smoother for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why.
1: Well, so, that's the first point we talked about, though. And that, how that many is points this, do we have? Well, um, we're going for six here. We're going go so, to go quickly, okay. so we hang in there with us. But number one would just be that that dynamic, because you talked about boys and girls, but there's also personalities at play. There's different ages. Uh, I, I would have some kids who were completely confident with the babies. That was not an issue. They didn't even bat an eyelash. Um, and but maybe the seven year old wouldn't obey them, right? Or you know, and then things would morph and change, and people would grow, and just different dynamics. Or then you'd have, we have, um, two children right now that probably would smack each other, you know, across the face if yep. they had to <laughs> spend more than a couple hours, uh, policing themselves. So, you know, those dynamics are going to change and we have had to make changes according to them, yeah. um, hire babysitters from outside of our family, even if we have kids old enough to do that.
0: Yeah, so Um, I think even me, like, listen to this. um, You're talking about the kids being babysat. Now, there's dynamics of sitters as well, right? Yeah, that's what you're saying. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, I think, Kristen, the first thing we would say is, um, it's in flux. I mean, we just we're sitting down here. We our oldest is 24. It's in flux. I mean, every year it seems like. (laughs) we do or do not have the same freedom we used to have that's
1: right exactly so there's just different seasons that occur with this and so sometimes we've got you know the stellar babysitters on the top end that just happen to mesh well with the kids and then other times it's not so much and we're about to enter that again Fletch because our daughter who's graduating is that one who can run the household with one eye closed we're already
0: there she's being snatched up by every (laughs) family in our church
1: she's being the babysitter for everyone else but then it is
0: often that she's just not around the
1: one right underneath her she, she's great she's helpful but she doesn't want to do it as much and you know, we have to respect more that
0: some you know other places right that the right. first one doesn't have you know it's so, so yeah. funny exactly. so what's our second point
1: So our second point would be, you need to really make sure you're leaving clear expectations for both the sitter and the sitted.
0: That is for sure. Now that doesn't just mean verbally.
1: No. And I would say absolutely write them down in your handwriting, (laughs) you know, maybe with a screenshot, no, of your face. But you know, just so that they understand that the paper are parents' words and that is the last word. And so then by By default, we become the bad guys. And that's what we want. We want that sitter, that older sibling, to be able to love on the kids, have fun with them, keep them safe, watch them, and then then any discipline issues that occur or whatever, they always go back to mom and dad.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the little Hitlers that you leave behind sometimes too. Mm. They need to know where their boundaries end. Right. You know, so when you say clear expectations, That's right. It's also for the sitter, like, hey, you know what? We're not expecting you. To hand out corporal punishment. We're right. We're not expecting you right. to um, just become this tyrannical leader yeah. while we're gone. It's
1: 8.01 and yeah. you are not in bed. You know, yeah. so uh,
0: that takes some um, some error. You know, so what do we call that? Trial and error. <laughs> yeah. Take some trial and error. To say, hey, you know what? You don't have to be quite so harsh. Right. So a lot of times just leaving them in charge before you leave too. Mm-hmm. Not only the paper, but like, hey, for the next half hour before I go, You're in charge.
1: Well, and not only that, Fletch, a lot of times, probably with every single one, I have said, hey, make a battle plan and I can help you make that. So from 6 to 6.30... Um, you guys are having dinner, then so-and-so is going to clean up dinner. Yeah. And while she's doing that, you go give the little ones a bath. And then when that's done, <laughs> let's put jammies on. And we, that is all written down in a yeah. flow. You I think know?
0: that's great. So I would call that the Sunday school approach because you know, when you fill in for Sunday school at church, yeah. a lot of times they have, Hey, for the first 15 minutes, you're going to do this and then that's right. <laughs> no graham crackers.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um,
0: all right, great. So Kristen, we're off to two so far. Uh, the third one,
1: third one is, uh, really make sure that if you can pay those older kids, so we don't always do this. Uh, in fact, when we got away tonight to come record, we're, we're not going to pay them no. for us scooting Matter out fact, the door to do this. I walked
0: out just with the observation or the, um, the assumption. I said, Hey, uh, uh, the funny thing is our, our 17 year old daughter was in bed. Yeah. <laughs> she was in bed and I could see her from where I was. I said, Hey, by the way, we're leaving. We're going to the office to go record. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. She got up and she and she immediately took charge. You know what she said? Mm-mm. Hey kids, let's see if we can not kids, but hey guys, um let's see if we can find a more um serious movie we could watch. So in other words, let's not watch just some wasted cartoon time. Let's watch a movie together. Let's watch together a movie together, yeah. we're gonna sit here and watch it. And in her mind that means you're going to be stable with me for the next Two hours sitting here watching this, right? A lot easier on her. Um, but you're right; we didn't pay. We didn't. Oh, we we're going to pay her, right?
1: So there's going to be some of those times where, and our kids know that. Um, but then there are times when I will text the two oldest girls um, who are our only babysitters right now, um, and say, "Hey, girls, uh, mom and dad are going out on Monday night. We're you know we're doing this thing. Can you?" Can one of you babysit? This is a paid job. Yeah, it's a paid gig. So, um, so that they they understand um, that this, it just that's the well, way it's worked I mean, in our think family. There's it. a respect yeah, level. Yeah, think
0: about it. When you when you don't have them and you get a babysitter outside, you're paying them. That's right. And maybe you're not going to pay them as much as you would a outside sitter. True. But you know what? It is kind every once in a while just to throw some money to them and say right. hey, thank you. And I'll tell you what, it also allows you to raise the. Uh, expectations bar
1: oh that's right absolutely and and we've done other things um i've just said to the girls hey uh, you know what daddy just bought you a really <laughs> this happened yesterday daddy just bought you a really nice bathing suit so um you know let's can we bring it up a notch and really help out yeah yeah absolutely you know they know that yeah. so
0: hey i know this is a short show um our answers are gonna be real quick here but let's take a quick break halfway through now, the Blue Crew is back. Let's go have some fun. In their first fully animated adventure. Nailed it. To escape a dangerous, undiscovered world, the Smurfs will have to team up with a whole new tribe.
1: A village full of girls. Hey, okay. a free girl!
0: Smurfs The Lost Village, rated PG, exclusively from Affirm Films. Get a free Bible-based discussion guide. Visit AffirmFilms.com to download it for free and enjoy great discussions with your whole family about the importance of purpose, friendship, honesty, and loyalty as seen in Smurfs The Lost Village, now playing. All right, and we're back. Uh, We are halfway through this list. Kristen called in and asked, you know, can we talk about leaving kids behind and how do you do this and... How do you prevent, you know, breakdowns, shutdowns, anarchy, (laughs) anarchy, stalls? Um, How do we how do we prevent that? What do we do? How do you guys answer this? So these are our answers. These are we're trying to keep it really simple. Um, We had the first three, which were, uh, you know, don't forget about the different dynamics you have. Um, Have clear expectations, preferably written out, sometimes left by video. (laughs) (laughs) And then last one, pay. But let's get started again. So our fourth one.
1: Divide and conquer. And we've had to do this a lot over the years um simply because
0: sheer number. <laughs> sheer number, right, exactly. <laughs> the whole spectrum.
1: So explain what we mean by that.
0: Well, what I was what I was thinking when I said divine and conquer was um let's just say in our family, you have say you're leaving 3 at home. So we're mm-hmm. essentially leaving 3 tonight. We had two teenage girls there. Right, okay. Right. So we have um kind of a a preteen, mm-hmm. a tween, mm-hmm. a tween, and she is very much a tween. She is. She's, she's technically on, a
1: teenager. But she's but on she's, this side of maturity. Yeah, she sure is. Um, and then we the have young this, side of you know,
0: a 10-year-old mm-hmm. who's like a scientific um, engineering kind of kid.
1: Very right. specific. Right, so you have to tell him don't light fires Where we'll go, yes, we're going. Yes, very
0: logical. And then we have Braininger Joe. Mm-hmm. So, when I say divide and conquer, if we were going away maybe for a weekend, we might find a place just for Joe separately divide right, and conquer right, right, right. You know, let's divide up the kids and allow the <laughs> allow this to be a conquerable yes uh task for them, or you know what that teenager doesn't do too well with the brother right underneath her they grade mm-hmm. each other, so maybe she should go spend the night at a girlfriend's house right so um That's what I mean. Like, sometimes in your group, and maybe you only have two, I don't know, but, you know, sometimes it's good to just take one person out of that equation. Right. Yeah. So that's what I meant by that.
1: Absolutely. Anything you want to add to that? No, I don't want to add anything to that. I think you covered it well. I think sometimes we just have to think in terms of easing the load that's at home with the older child. Yeah, and I
0: I know, you know, I don't know what Kristen's asking about. She's calling and asking, maybe you only have one, you know, leaving one with one, but... Um, but for those of you that have big groups um, and maybe more, um, <laughs> and, and some of them has a have a trouble, tr- you know, a tricky one in there. Right, that's yeah. a good idea. Next,
1: so the number five would be that discipline and the final word always rests with parents because these aren't little parents; they're right. they're teenage babysitters, <laughs> you know, and so. I, that was one thing you and I have always said. We never wanted to do with our big family. We never wanted our older kids to feel like they were parenting. Yes, they're not ready yes. for that. These aren't their children, um, and so they're not substitute parents. Right. Uh, and so that that needs to be communicated somehow to the younger ones. That you know what, if you can't obey this older sister or older brother who we put in charge, you know their word and the things they say to you while we're gone, they are. They are as if they are speaking for us. So when they tell you it's bedtime, it's bedtime. Right. When they say you need to pick up your toys, you need to pick up your toys. Yeah. And so then, you know, our, our kids are not perfect, right? No. And we always have had one that's like well, I'm not going go to go to bed. There'll be right.
0: an issue from when we get home.
1: Somebody didn't want to put their jammies on or somebody didn't want to pick up their Legos. And so, um, we we just told told our older kids that that you you say, that's right, that's fine, you you'll to to, you'll have to tell mom and dad while you're still awake. Yeah, You know, or you'll have to deal with mom and dad when they get home so So that that's not put on the shoulders of our older kids. We're not going to tell our older kids, you you know, you did a terrible job. We understand that sibling dynamics are very different uh, than a baby, like a outside babysitter who, you know, kids have respect for. Yeah. Now,
0: we talked about this in the clear expectations section. We said, you know, they know who like. Give a limit to the person in charge as well. Right. You're not that. But, you know, the reason Kendra's saying this is if we've heard it once in the last six months, Mm -hmm. we've heard it a dozen times from you folks, our listeners, second generation homeschoolers who say, and and not even just in general. I had to raise my younger siblings, oh, and yes. the disdain, and the you know, I'm never going to homeschool. I don't want a big family. I hate that my mom put this on me. You know, our generation of homeschoolers, and I'm talking about you and me as mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. and those above us, have they done a disservice to their kids? And I'm sorry, I throw people under the bus right and left here. These big families, mm-hmm. now we're a big family, eight kids, yep. mm-hmm. where where you tasked these older daughters to be moms mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard stories from mom sitting on her butt oh, to I hear it all mom all the time. is depressed Right, when that's the big one. Oh, mm-hmm. mom's so dep- you know why she's so depressed? Cause she probably shouldn't have had such a big family. Fletch! You know, I know <laughs> I can't believe but, you just said, that. you know, that's, you know, you, you're, you're dealing with people that like are just doing things out of religion. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing the exact stuff we talk mm-hmm. about on this podcast. You know what? You're having these giant families because you feel, you know, more spiritually secure or whatever it is. And I'm just saying that a lot of these moms are, you know, acting just out of behavior and then they get there and then they throw the responsibility on their older kids. And and it's it's done in the spirit of, I want these older kids or my older (laughs) daughter to be prepared for the future. You know what these older daughters are saying? Screw it. I don't want to be a, yeah, a homeschool mom.
1: That's right. That's right. And and Fletch is a mm, little fired up. Tangent. You are fired up. But you're fired up because I, I keep coming home lately from homeschool conventions where you guys, I have these crying... Exhausted young moms who come to me and tell me this story over and oh, I can't, I can't even really tell you how many times in the last year alone I hear this story. I was the oldest of thirteen, and and I didn't really have an education after third grade because I all I did was keep was be a keeper at home. That's yeah. the term, right? And so, um, it it's it takes years of job. counseling yeah. it i mean yeah. seriously these girls are now in counseling they don't want to have more than a child or two and they're only doing it cuz their husband wanted kids and they don't really even want i mean it's so messed up and and so that's why you know we're saying yeah. like that's why i think we're just so We feel so passionately about not putting this on our older kids. It's not their job to discipline. It isn't. And guess what? We planted our flag in this big family camp. And if you did too, they're your kids. You planted that flag. Your older kids didn't plant that flag.
0: So um, sometimes that happens the night of. You know, there have been times where I have gotten kids out of bed and said, you know what? You're going to march in here and you're going to apologize to your big brothers and sisters. Yeah. Or there's times where the next morning it's a gentle conversation. Or it's the next time I go we go out and we say, Listen to me. Last time mm-hmm. this happened. Mm-hmm. If it happens again, X, Y, and Z. Right. So discipline. That's a good one. Woo. Who knew I was going to be so fired up? Okay, last one.
1: Well, let me just say real quickly oh. too. There are some good things to equip those older kids. Um, one of them would be that they could tell the younger sibling, um, "Listen, if you, you know, if you, you're not going to obey me and you're not going to listen and do what needs to be done, you know, cleaning up the dinner dishes or getting your jammies on or whatever, then I have to bump your bedtime back a half hour. Yeah, and hey. so instead of seven thirty, now you're going to have to go to bed at seven. <laughs> you know, so that's a real gentle way that an older sibling can can have the upper hand without having to be the disciplinarian. Face time,
0: people. Have them FaceTime you. Yeah. 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 Not that you can always <laughs> do that wherever you are. Nothing worse than
1: a parent <laughs> being like, hello. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. All right.
0: Um, last one. Let's get onto this. This was mine. I think I said this one.
1: Yeah, this is a good one.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, acknowledge that sometimes your kids are going to get away with stuff. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> While you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think some of, you know, just realize that sometimes your little ones are going to completely uh, disobey the big ones mm-hmm. and the big ones are going to be frustrated. And it's going to be miserable and it's going to be messy, and you're not going to know anything about it because it's just, you're not going to hear about it. But then later, when they're older, you're going to hear these great stories of how, you know, Big Brother says, you know, you were just a little pain in the butt when you were little, but I love you now type thing. <laughs> and you're going to, they're going to share these great memories from being feisty and having to work it out alone. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to have to work this out. And I can remember stories where, you know, Two big brothers, this little brother just saying, I can remember you guys leaving the lights off, like scaring the pants off me. All those kind of great <laughs> stories that come out of Big Siblings Home with Little Siblings. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would just say, hey, some things are going to happen. Let them happen. <laughs> yeah. And then just reap in the benefits of great memories later. So, Well, there's six for you. Kristen we hope that worked thanks for calling in or using SpeakPipe, the app on our page to uh, leave us a voice message uh, that's how we could play your voice on the air um, and we're glad we got to answer for you We hope you liked our answers and if you didn't we're sorry you didn't like our answers sorry <laughs> we're sorry um, if you want to reach out to us you can do the same thing Kristen did you can go over to our website homeschooling com for all things Fletch and Kendra you know what I realized they can reach everything there they can get our personal Twitter accounts Instagrams Facebook pages our our websites, KendraFletcher.com or the Um, You can do whatever you want to reach us right through one place, homeschoolingirl.com. That's right. Um, if you would like to leave a review for us, you can do that over at iTunes. If you haven't done that, I can't make you do anything. That's the beauty of, of podcasting. I can say it all day long. <laughs> we're getting close to a, a key number. I forget what it is. 200 maybe? I think we're getting close to 200 reviews on iTunes. Um, so if you are willing to head on over there, and if you haven't, Just leave us a review, a review, one to five stars. That's all we ask for. It can be whatever you want. We can take it. Can you take it? You can't. No, I don't read them. She wants the five stars. (laughs) All right. Um, Anything else we need to let our listeners know this week?
1: Yes, we are going to be coming up here in May at Teach Them Diligently in Atlanta. So if you're going to be at that convention, Atlanta, we would love to touch bases with you. I need a southern accent. I know we don't have them. So we're going to be flying in there in May, and we would love to touch bases with. Any hurlers out there? We actually have some fun little surprises for you if you come up and tell us that you're a listener.
0: Yeah, you need to come up. Do something like a do like a howdy, darling, or something like that that. Is that uh, Atlanta talk? No, I don't know if that is. It's <laughs> like. And then we're going to. <laughs> then we're going to be heading over to Maryland in June. Yes. For the Sandy Cove Family Camp. Yeah. Homeschool week. That's at right. Camp. And we've had a couple listeners tell us they're going. I know. I'm super excited. Me too. So uh, we're going to be there. We're gonna, I think you're going to be windsurfing most of the week. Is that what you do at um, family camps? Mm,
1: yeah. mm, <laughs> mm.
0: Not so much. We're, we're looking for, we're already starting to put together what we're going to be saying at uh, that one. I'm super excited about Teach Them Diligently because I'm in a room by myself. And you know what I'm talking about? You remember <laughs> what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, I thought you meant like a hotel room by yourself. No. I was like, wow, this Why is news that to me. Fun. <laughs>
0: That wouldn't be fun. You guys have been listening here long enough. You know, that wouldn't be fun to me. What's, what's my topic. It's culture. I'm yes. talking about culture, how to just introduce your kids to culture. And I think it's something about movies. Is it vampires, mummies and the Holy ghost? Something like that. I don't know. It's some wow. kind of topic. Like don't be afraid to show your kids the movie. So I'm super excited about that one. Hey, one more thing before we go uh, on behalf of the ultimate homeschool radio network and the homeschooling in real life podcast, We want to specifically thank our sponsor for this episode, Sony Pictures, um, who are featuring the new movie Smurfs, The Lost Village. You need to make sure and check out the Christian study guide for this movie. It's on our show notes for this episode. Uh, You can head on over to the films website as well. It's affirmfilms.com and you can download it there as well. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We will talk to you next week.
1: You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com.